Only 4% of universities in the U.S. are R1 research institutions, and Temple University is one of them. This means 100% of students have the opportunity to participate in hands-on learning and research with world-class faculty. With over 600 academic programs across 17 schools and colleges, Philadelphia's largest public university provides students with a rich variety of opportunities and propels graduates to succeed in their careers. Temple University. Schedule a campus tour today at admissions.temple.edu. visit Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Right. So, welcome to episode 73. Yep. Spot on. 73 of Wrong End of the Podcast with me, Zach Eaton, and Skip. Why Jonathan Wrong End of the Matt. Podcast? That's twice I in a row you've done Wrong End of the Podcast. I don't know. I don't know because it's podcast time and it's, it's Wrong End of the Stick Podcast with me, Zach Eaton, and Jonathan Nimmo. Welcome. Hello. How is Hello. everyone? <laughs> well, I think. Are we sleep deprived through the ashes or are we just, you know, upset because the ashes are just going horribly wrong? I mean, I'm not going to lie. I did predict it. I've been, I, I saw all of this coming and, and yeah, I mean, literally, I think I just need to play our entire last episode to the ECB and said, I told you so. Um, but yeah. Yeah, it's, that's how it's gone for me. How's it gone for you? It's, it's, I don't know. It's painful. I think there's some performances that we've not even had a chance. Well, I think there's talent on both sides that hasn't had a chance to really shine. And that's the worrying thing, uh, because we actually got completely dominated in that game. Nathan Lyons taking his 400 tefts wicket and, you know, kind of making, uh, you know, batsmen who we, we're kind of pinning some hope on look a little bit silly um, and some good performances out in the field from Australia. I just didn't think we were we're just not up to task, are we? We don't look we don't look we, comfy. We, we're not we're not in the same class. And that's that's the unfortunate yeah. thing in, in, in every department. And we have some individuals that can, you know, tangle with the Australians. But on a... Um, you know, on 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 the team by team basis, and this is what we were saying last week is like if you looked at it, mm. Joel Root and Ben Stokes are probably the only two players that get into the Australia team. Yeah, from the England team, and and that's where we're at. Um, but shall I give a very brief roundup of what actually happened for anyone who had the good fortune of missing it entirely? Yes. Um, so England won the toss and went into bat. Uh, they were very swiftly started losing wickets. In fact, from the first ball, they started losing wickets. Rory Burns was gone first ball to Stark. Um, everybody else tumbled pretty quickly afterwards. Hasim Hamid actually did pretty well. He stuck around for 75 balls, got 25. He, he was doing okay. Um, sort of glimpses from Ollie Pope and Josh Butler 
But basically, England were bowled out for 147. So in just about 50 overs. So it barely lasted a one-day game. They were all out for 147. Zeros from Root, five from Stokes. You know, it wasn't good. It was it was pretty awful batting collapse. It was what we kind of got used to. Australia came out. Uh, we have some selection issues to talk about, but um, so Australia came out and basically David Warner got 94. Travis Head absolutely dominated when he got in. Labuschagne inevitably got 74. Uh, Steve Smith actually got not didn't get too many runs, which is kind of nice to see. Um, but Australia got 425. The game was absolutely done by that point. Um, England came back out to bat and had a bit of a mini revival, uh, sort of, you know, uh, Milan and Root um, mm. did pretty well. I mean, they lost a couple of early-ish wickets, 61 for two. But then, uh, yeah, Root and Milan looked decent, um, sort of through the rest of that day. Um, got us uh, all the way up to uh, 223 um, for two. Um, but then came out the next day and we started losing wickets again. So it was nice to see there was a bit of, of hope, briefly. Um, you know, the rest of the rest of the that that order followed like tumbled very quickly. Um, so we were 297, um, and basically it gave Australia a target of 20, which they came and got in double quick time. And uh, I think we got one yeah. wicket, didn't we? But you know, that was it was it was game over by that point. They could have had me going out to bowl for Australia, and you know, would have been fine. Um, so yeah, it was it was uncomfortable. It was we were absolutely blown away. Travis Head did exactly what we said he could do if he had a platform set by the top order that he could come and really blow you away, and he did mm. that. Um, yeah. Shall we talk selection issues? Because there's selection yeah. issues in that in that game for me. Most most yeah. of the team was was similar to what we said. Stuart Broad was not playing, nowhere to be seen, which is the most questionable one. I get that Jimmy Anderson wasn't playing. I actually agree with that decision because yeah. he's he's not he's not going to be able to play five tests no. in six weeks, no. and you have to pick him for the test where he's going to have most of an impact. His but best t- chance of having an impact is in this next test coming up. Um, because it's the day night one, it's under lights, the ball will swing more. He's you know, he's go- he's gonna be have a, have an opportunity there. So I totally get the Anderson one. Stuart Broad, I do not understand. No. I do not understand. After everything that we said last week in terms of he just had some sort of weird voodoo over David Warner. Yeah. In the last ashes. But he and brings the fight to them. He yeah, brings and he, the fight he, to them. He's that sort of all out aggression. He's just got the attitude that he's almost, it's weird to say, but he's almost got an Australian attitude. Mm. It's abrasive, aggressive, he's in your face, he's not giving an inch. And as I say, he had that, he had complete review over David Warner in the last series. And then what does David Warner come out, do? Get 94 on the first morning, completely get his confidence up, and you've utterly lost the opportunity. To, to you know, it may not have gone any differently if you had Stuart Broad there. I'm not saying Stuart Broad is you know a world-beating bowler. He can be on his day, and if he's having that day, or if he just has that psychological edge over David Warner, and David Warner gets out for naught, and Harris went cheaply anyway. If Australia are suddenly two for you know twenty, that puts pressure on Lebuchen as he comes out. It puts pressure on Smith. It puts pressure on Head. You know, the game looked completely differently at that point. 
and it's it's these small margins that can swing games. And England didn't pick him. They went with, you know, and some of the England bowlers looked looked all right. To be fair, um, you know, it's not as if the England bowlers bowled badly, particularly. They weren't good enough, would be my suggestion, but they were they were okay. But I think you just you're missing an opportunity. And you're missing the bigger picture for me to by not picking Stuart Broad for that test. Mm. And I and I don't understand. I don't understand the thinking behind it. Yeah, I mean, it would be interesting to to know, you know, because I think the whole the whole theme of it, you know, throughout is is are the selectors kind of missing a trick here, and and how in tune are they? How much influence? It would be good to know how much influence the players have in this and how much talking is, is going on in the locker rooms and, and how aware, you know, it's it's difficult. And, you know, obviously on our podcast, we don't like to judge, wink, wink, but... Unless <laughs> <laughs> your name is Joe Denley, in which case have a written apology that's coming your way any time. Come on, Joe, you can't do that badly. Come on, we'll bring back Joe Denley. I'm going to start the, start, the, start the campaign, call up Joe Denley, get him back to the team. Oh, you know it's bad when I'm saying that, don't you? Well, this is it. It'd be it'd be good to see some of the reasoning behind. I think a few of the sort of decisions, but yeah, I mean, Australia had that. Um, I forget what the 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 tall guy's uh, name is. That that blonde dude. But seeing some of him, it's quite an imposing force as well that they've got on their bowling side, as well as kind of Mitch and Hazelwood and stuff. It's it's. I mean, our, if you look at the two bowling sides, you know. There's there's one that I'd you know I wouldn't mind stepping up to the crease for a tenner for and there's well good and there's one that I absolutely would not for fear of my life at the moment. Do you know what I mean? There's just there's yeah. a really big difference. There is, yeah, there there absolutely is, and and you you you're you're spot on. Um, it's it's going to be interesting. I mean, Hazelwood did ball really well. I've always liked Hazelwood as, as a bowler. I think he's really good, but he is missing from the second test. Um, so they're going to have an untested Jai Richardson in, who's played a lot of short form cricket, but he's not played a lot of longer form. So it'll be interesting to see how he performs in that. So th- there's a chink, there's an opportunity. The, the optimist in me is thinking, if England are going to do anything, this is the test to do it. You're going to have the day and night side of things. You're going to have, you know, Anderson back and I would imagine Broad would be back. Um, I can't imagine that they would not have Broad and Anderson in. Um, you know, this this feels like your opportunity, if there is one. Mm. But having said all of that, I'm still not sure I'd look at the team and, you know, if you've got a gun to my head and say you have to put £1,000 on one team winning, it's absolutely going to be Australia. Why you've got a gun to my head making this bet, I don't know. <laughs> still, um, yeah. An Earth gun. An Earth gun to my head. I'd still say Australia at this, at yeah. this point in time. But I'm, I'm hoping. The, the, yeah, as I said, there were signs of life, but it was signs mm. of life that, you know, that England might just not get completely swept away in every test, but that that's it. It's mm. not. It wasn't signs of life that it's going to be a close competitive series. Um, no, I I think there's some there's some there might be some truth to what you said in in terms of the preparation sort of stages. So mm. I haven't looked into too much about their bubble, but I know that they missed a few kind of opportunities to have a few training matches and to get kind of warmed up. So 
we could put, pull it down to sort of first match nerves and, and getting settled. Um, but you know, that, that was a really comfortable win. Um, you know, for a, for a, for a test match, and that's that's not the start that you want um, for an England side down under. It, it's not, and and the, the the bit that slightly worries me is that that first ball of the Ashes is you know is, is Burns going out to, to to Stark. It just slightly reminds me of and and I'm harking back to it, but of the the Ashes in what, was it 2007 2008 I think it was where Harmison went and it was just after the 2005 Ashes where England was so triumphant in, in England and we went down there and Harmison bowled the first ball and it was like so wide it was you know basically <laughs> it was basically going to square leg and it just set the tone and he was like this is not this is not going to end well and that mm. was one of the the five nil sweeps that we talked about last week and I don't know you just you see that and you're like oh it's just it's ominous isn't it it's <laughs> ominous um but, yes, you know, it's 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 hard, <laughs> and I don't know. And I, I was reading uh, an article about um, Pat Cummins and how he his style was as a, as a captain and stuff. And there wasn't the kind of confrontational. There was none of the chirping. There wasn't like the the verbal mm. stuff that you often see from from Australia. And I was saying, is, they were like, is this like a, a new version, like almost a new rebrand of the nice guy? But for me, it just means that. We're just not even close enough for them to bother with that. That seems yeah, how it yeah, feels. Yeah. It's like, why, why would they bother like gloating and stuff? That just seems like you know. I mean, that's it's not beyond Australia to do it. But just, no, I no. just don't think that it's even close enough for that to be a thing. They don't even need to try. Um, yeah, is, no, no sledging required. I think we yeah, just exactly. do, we do it with kind of sledging ourselves at the moment. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, there's probably some truth in that. I think. Um, I think it's possibly also down to, um, I think as a bowler, maybe, um, you're kind of less inclined. I've always feel like it's the, it's the wiki batsman or the, or the batsman out in the field that are the worst kind of trollers. I know Nathan Lyers has got a lot of talk, but the bowlers, they only ever seem to do it when they're bowling at you. And they'll, oh yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> do, you know, do you know what I mean? So it might, they're not stupid. Yeah, of course. Yeah. It might be a mixture of those kind of two things. Um, yeah. But yeah, I, I don't think there's any any need to rub the salt in for for now. But I think that there has been some pretty decent performances in terms of the um, in terms of some of the batting performances as well. Root getting off to a good, you know, showing that world class. You know, batsman that he is and, and, you know, getting a few runs in as well. So I don't know. I think if we can get a start and if we can get some of our kind of premium players out there and, and doing what they're supposed to, then, you know, maybe there's hope for us yet in the second test. But I think you're right that that will, I think that will be the nail in the coffin if we can't, if we can't get off the ground in the next test. I think, yeah, I think, I think the thing is because. It, it, it's a tricky one because it's a day-night test, which traditionally swing bowlers do better in. However, it's also on a ground that spins. Uh, apparently, it's due to be like insanely hot. It's due to be like 35 degrees, which is um, obviously a tough for English batsmen and, and English bowlers, and, and in general, particularly when we're going to be out in the field for a long time, you would think. But also, that's likely to dry the pitch out, make it much better for spinners. And spin, it's, it's an area we talked about before. It's, it's, I mean, Jack Leach got absolutely destroyed in the last test. He got hit all over the park, 103 of 13 overs or something uh, that he conceded. 
I mean, I don't think you can pick him again for the next one, which probably means Don Besk coming in, who's, you know, talented cricketer, but very young. And in Australia, is he is he who we want to rely on when they've got Nathan Lyon, who's been probably top spinner, you know, in Australia for God knows how many years? I don't know. That's a bit that worries me, is that you need you need the swing, but you need a bit of spin as well. And I'm not, you know, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what team he picks. Mm. Maybe Joe Root's bowling is going to come into it because he, he seems to do everything else. So, you know, we're probably going to rely on him taking a couple of wickets because I can't imagine we played two spinners. But mm. you're going to need a, a bit of backup spin, and that probably means Root is going to be. This this is the thing, isn't it? This this yeah. is the thing. You look at, and it goes back to. I mean, Nathan Lyon. You see some bowlers out there. Um, remember the the, the Pakistan England series. You had that Yusuf Hussain. And you've mm. just got some bowlers that are in control and they know what they're doing and they are a threat. And we don't have that in, in our spin. And that, that's, that's a really sad thing to say, isn't it? We don't have a spin bowler in there in, in yeah. the team at the moment that can yeah. cause a threat and actually turn the tide and, you know, kind of make the batsmen make mistakes and get them to play kind of silly shots. Whether that's, you know, away from the body or, or swinging at nothing. And, and yeah, that we're, in terms of spin, we're, they've just got that one guy and he's, he's, he's tearing it up out there. But I said that about Nathan, Nathan Lyons. He's just, you watch certain spin bowlers play and they're like, yeah, this guy knows, knows what's yeah. what. And that's it. And then, you know, I mean, there's always the, 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 the people who are, when England are not doing well, it's like, oh, we play too much one day cricket. We don't play enough. You know, domestic long form cricket, and that is probably true. You know, there's no, no, no getting away from it. Um, but I'd also think it's true of Australia as well. I don't think the, the calendars are that much separate. They've still got the big bash and all the other things that their players are also going off to play in the IPL and all the rest of it. So mm. I think there's, there's an element where, yes, that's a fair point, but also there's an element where every other nation is also doing this and, they're not all capitulating in the same way that England's batsmen are in particular. So, uh, yeah, it's a difficult one. What team would you pick? What, who, who would you pick to come in for the next bowling-wide? Because okay. I think the batsmen, although they've all failed, I'm not sure there's much backup there. Maybe that's a problem in itself. It's that, you know, I don't I don't know where, um, I don't know where England go from there with the bat. I don't know who, who else do you bring in. I don't think you've confidence in anybody that you could bring in at this point. Well, I think you're limited. I think there's, I think there's a few in there that should obviously remain. I think kind of Butler and Root and, um, and Milan. And I think they, they actually did okay. And there's some sparks there. And, you know, Root doesn't care. And I love that about him as a batsman. He doesn't seem, um, like he's being pushed around too much. I think for bowling, I think, like you said, it it would be good to see the dynamic duo in Anderson and Broad come in, mm. um, and I think just drive that and maybe inspire some of the other bowlers to you know, kind of pepper them about a bit. And but I just think that's that's what we need on a side. We need to bring out the big guns now after that defeat and see if that kind of makes a difference and see if it inspires a little bit of confidence because we're we're up against it. It seems so. Yeah, and I think that's, I mean, it shouldn't be 
totally forgotten. Although if as as Australia have lost one of their front line bowlers, they've, they've got pretty solid competition to bring in. We have lost Jofra Archer, who would be yep. probably first name on the team sheet going to Australia. Your quickest, fastest, you know, most terrifying bowler you've got, and he's not going to be there. Um, so that shouldn't be totally forgotten. Um, but it's also no excuse because you know every team gets injuries and things. Um, I also think we're missing Sam Curran. I really like Sam Curran. I've got this in a much way that I had an irrational hatred of Joe Dentley. I've got an irrational love of, of, of Sam Curran as well. I think he's, I think he's just different. I think he bowls something a little bit different. I think he bats a little bit different, and I still think he is an asset to the team when he's there. Um, and obviously, we're missing him through injury as well. So there's yep. th- there's there's issues, but it's 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 very it's very difficult to see anything coming out of the next 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 test other than a Australia win, really, isn't it? Yeah, I think we'll we'll see we'll we'll see. It's not a good start. <laughs> I don't think it's the nail just yet. Um, I think there's too many variables. And Are you confident in your prediction from last week? I'm just going to have a look at what your prediction was. I remember my prediction because we had well, discussion on it. But two, two, three. I think to the Aussies. I think was it? Oh no, two, two. You went two, two. Oh, two, two and a draw. Yeah. Um, yeah. You see how I just kind of put in there. I think it was yeah, two, three to the Aussies. Already signed a <laughs> that one. Yeah, I like it. Um. I think that's what I'm still hoping for. I think, as I say. That selectors have had, may have had a bad chat of it. The players may have had a bad chat of it. I think we're playing away in Australia. I still, that doesn't put us out of it. And I think if we learn from our mistakes and our confidence isn't knocked and some of those players kind of give a little bit more and we see some of our kind of premier guys really carry the team in some of the areas and some of the ones that aren't performing, you know, incredibly well and a few mistakes here and there, a few wickets. I still, it's a, it's test cricket. You don't know what's going to happen. So, if, if the next one, if we fall on the next one, then, um, you know, I might be a little bit more crestfallen. But I'm still, I'm still hopeful. I'm still hopeful. We just dipped our toe in. It's a long series. It, it is, and and I'm going to give you some hope now because um, you know I like to finish on positives. Um, but Ben Stokes uh, was uh, they were did they did some filming of, uh, of Ben Stokes in the nets, and he bowled for an hour straight, which is like some effort in Australia heat, um, and was uh, it was apparently quite a, a feisty um, period of bowling, and he um, hit Joe Root on the helmet, and he hit him on the arm, and the, the yeah the captain had to go out and have ice and you know <laughs> chill out in the shade and stuff. I was like. Well, that's the kind of thing you want to see. That's that's what um, you know. That's what we want because he didn't bowl yeah. much in the last test. I think he had a bit of a tweak on his knee and stuff. So, mm. um, but bowling for an hour solid that seems to be you know promising. Good, um, yeah, a good good sign. So there could be a little bit more, you know, a bit more of a you know edge to this one. Mm. So it'll be interesting to see what 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 you know. Who does get picked for the next one? I don't think England could go without a spinner, but I don't know. Maybe they could. I don't know. There's, there's all kinds of decisions that could be made in this one. So it'll be very interesting to see what. Uh, I think if we. Does if, look, it's Australia. If we had a world class spinner, then. But yeah, he'd be in a team. We've got, we've got the conditions for it and we've got the place for it. It's perfect time to whip it out. We just don't. We just Stokes, don't have that yeah. yeah. Stokes warming up is, is great, but I think when. Stokes will pop off in the middle, in the middle and back end of the series. 
because I, I didn't expect, I don't, I, I don't expect a lot from, from Stokes just yet. He he's is, Gandalf Hop, isn't he? He's the Gandalf. Yes. Swooping in the third act and said, yes, that. exactly that, exactly that, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll see. We'll see. Uh, dear. Well, there we go. In other news, um, I've got Cricket 22 downloaded, so. There's some good fun. I've I've only read yes. it twice, twice, so you know that's um, that's something. And do you, uh, do you want to give everyone? Hmm? I was going to say, do you want to give everyone? Because you, you you described it to me and, and and said that not much has changed. So for anyone looking to buy the game, do you want to give people an overview? Yeah, I mean, we'll do a full on two can play that game at some point. We'll do a full yeah. review of it at some point when you've had a chance to to, to get into it as well. I've, and I've literally only played it for like an hour, so I can't give a full-on um, sort of take on it. But my initial reaction is I literally just went in and started a career mode, saying it's the, the version, the, the gameplay I like to play best. Um, and obviously, there's a million different ways of changing your face, and I was like, I still don't understand why they focus on that so much. But um, there's some nice like off-cut bits, and you talk to your agent a little bit, and it's like there's a few nice additions to it. And then in between the games, in the it got very repetitive in the last career mode version, where you just were in game after game after game after game after game. There's a little it breaks that up a little bit, and you've got to manage your fitness, and you've got to go and do some like little mini games with like weightlifting and reactions and yoga and all kinds of other stuff, which is quite oh, yeah. a nice little fe- added feature. But once you get out onto the pitch, which, to be honest, I very quickly just skip through the training stuff. And so, much in life as in, 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 in that game. As, yeah, we'll, we'll screw training. We'll just go and play. It'll be fine. Um, and, yeah, in terms of that, the gameplay hasn't changed much. It feels very similar. There feels like there's still the odd frustrating thing that happens where it will take an edge and be caught and just will not be given for no evident reason or you will be given out for, for literally no reason whatsoever and there's, there's still they're very definite bugs and things to be ironed out but it's still early on i'm sure there's patches and stuff that they're working on as we speak so yeah we'll 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 see i, w- I want to give it more time and i want to play you and make sure i can still beat you in it um <laughs> before i give a full full judgment on it but um you know that's where a lot of a lot of the fun can come from it's it's you know, getting together and playing friends online and stuff. So we'll we'll see how that bit goes because, yeah, playing the computer can just be so frustrating at times. As I say, I have rage quit twice already. So <laughs> that was in the first hour. So. Mm. Awesome. Cool. But that's probably us. We don't have any games or anything set up for this one because we're, we're doing sort of quick inter-test inter match updates, aren't we? Um, so we'll be back again after the next test, which... Starts on Thursday, I think. UK time, it's Thursday, isn't it? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's, I think, 4 a.m. now on Thursday morning. So, which actually a better time. Weirdly, it sounds horrendous, um, but actually it's a better time because we will actually see um, more of the the sort of the evening session and stuff. I mean, I don't know about you, but I, I ain't getting up at 4 a.m. to watch the morning session, particularly when no. it could end horribly. Um but um, yeah, I definitely think uh, th- there's more opportunity to watch it this one. So hopefully England will perform to a level that will make us want to watch. That would be nice. Um, so 
Thank you very much for listening. If you would like to get in touch with us, please do. We're on Twitter at Wrong End Podcast. We're on Instagram at Wrong End Podcast. Or you can email us wrongendofthestick at hotmail.com. Thank you very much for listening. If you'd like to leave us a, a nice little five-star review, please do, wherever you listen. We're up to, I think we are approaching the top 50 in Great British um, cricket podcasts at the moment. We're, we're suddenly shut off the charts for no evident reason. <laughs> Some lovely people must be listening somewhere, so thank you very much for that. Um, and we will see you next time. Hopefully celebrating an England win. Hopefully. Fingers cr- everything crossed. Strange, stranger things have happened. I'm not sure what, but I'm sure some stranger things have happened at some point. <laughs> well, thanks for listening, everyone. And we will catch you next time. Cheers. Bye. Bye. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.